0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Main Street Finance Podcast. I am, of course, Alex, your host, and this week we are going to be talking about insider trading, the SEC, and one of the biggest hot button issues right now congressional stock trading. You're listening to the Main Street Finance Podcast where we take the Wall Street bull by the horns to help you achieve your financial goals. Whether it's budgeting, investing, or financial independence, we tackle the big questions in the pursuit of financial literacy. And now, your host. All right, welcome back everyone. And boy, do I have some news for you all. Those of you that follow me on Twitter may already know this, but for those of you that just listen to these episodes, I have something to tell you. Since my last episode, I have been accepted into a program to eventually become a pilot with Southwest Airlines. This means that I will be leaving Arkansas, leaving my safe bank job, selling my house, packing my things, and my fiancé and I are going to be moving to Phoenix, Arizona for me to attend flight school. It is going to be a very exciting change of pace for me, and I'm planning on starting a YouTube channel to document my journey from zero flight experience to flying 737s with Southwest. I'm going to be working on that starting actually this week, but I wanted to float the idea and see what you guys thought about it. If you're listening to this on YouTube, feel free to drop a comment below, or otherwise you can send me a tweet at MainStreetMoney or send me an email at MainStreetFinance at gmail.com. Now on to today's subject matter, insider trading. Now, the official definition of insider trading, per the SEC website Investor.gov, which is a great resource, by the way, quote, illegal insider trading refers generally to buying or selling a security in breach of fiduciary duty or other relationship of trust and confidence on the basis of material, non-public information about the security. Insider trading violations may also include, quote, tipping such information, Securities traded by the person who has been tipped, and securities traded by those who misappropriate such information, end quote. Now, let's read between the lines a little bit. There is one phrase in that entire definition that makes or breaks whether or not what you are doing is considered illegal insider trading. That magic phrase is whether or not the information that became the basis of buying or selling a security was publicly available. The bottom line is that a large reason that the Securities and Exchange Commission, the SEC, exists is to make sure that investing is as fair as humanly possible. As the federal government regulator of financial assets, it is their jurisdiction and their priority to make sure that everyone is playing this game on an even playing field. Now, one of the easiest ways to cheat the system is to use information that the general public does not yet know in order to make purchases or sales. Then, once the public finds out, you get to turn around and make millions of dollars. Let's again take a quote from Investor.gov, quote, "'Because insider trading undermines investor confidence "'in the fairness and integrity of the securities markets, "'the SEC has treated the detection and prosecution "'of insider trading violations "'as one of its enforcement priorities,' end quote." At its core, Insider trading is illegal because it is unfair and it's cheating. So, we talked about this a little bit. Let's go ahead and do one of my favorite things to do, and that is to use an example. Let's say that Bob works as an accountant at uh, Target's corporate office. I'm not saying you should invest in Target, but they're a publicly traded company, and why not? Let's use them as an example. I use Walmart all the time. Say it is almost time for the end of quarter and Bob's team is putting together the final financial statements soon to be released to the public. Bob notices that the earnings per share for last quarter is drastically higher than it was last quarter. Bob also knows that once these financials are released to the public, there is a very high likelihood that the stock price is going to go up on the good news. Knowing this bob goes ahead and he logs into his favorite brokerage app and uses ten thousand dollars of his emergency fund to buy more shares of target this is textbook insider trading bob made trades buying or selling based on information that he knew but that the rest of the public did not know and not only did they not know they couldn't have known bob was using his advantage of being an insider to game the system and earn money in a way that most people cannot. Therefore, insider trading. Now, another part of the definition that I read a minute ago mentioned tipping. Tipping just means that you may not have had concrete information that the general public didn't have, but you were given a tip or a hint by someone who does. Say, for example, Bob didn't work in the accounting department. Maybe Bob just worked as a custodian at Target HQ. Bob is simply walking around, emptying garbage cans, and notices that an employee is packing up his things long after 5 p.m. Bob simply says, hey man, having a long day, huh? Other guy looks, turns, and goes, yeah, you know, end of quarter financials are always a pain, but hey, at least we have some great surprises for the earnings call. Let's just say that Wall Street is going to be very happy with us. Now, in this scenario, if Bob goes and puts in an order to buy Target stock, that is also illegal insider trading. Even though Bob was not in possession of any specific information, he was given an indication from someone who did have insider knowledge that he then acted on to earn money in a way that, again, the average investor could not do. Therefore, it is unfair. Therefore, insider trading. The fact of the matter is that you do not have to be an insider of the company to commit insider trading. You just need to have some information that can affect a stock price that the average investor did not have because they don't have access to it. And then you need to trade based off of that information. Now, on this Investor.gov webpage, which I will be sure to link in the description below, they list several examples of cases that the SEC has pursued legal action on. Now, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to read the definition exactly as it is on the SEC's website, and then afterwards I'm just going to riff and give you some examples. So, example number one corporate officers, directors, and employees who have traded the corporation's securities after learning of significant confidential corporate developments. Now, this could be that you're a senior manager and you know, hey, we're about to be bought out. Like, say you were someone who worked at Activision Blizzard and you knew ahead of time that Microsoft was asking around about doing a buyout. Well, you could have went ahead and bought a whole bunch of Activision Blizzard stock and insider trading. Example number 2. Friends, business associates, family members and other tippees of such officers, directors and employees who traded the securities after receiving such information. Now, this goes back to the example I did with Bob working as a custodian. If your neighbor works at Target and they share a tip like, hey, man, if I were you, I would buy some Target stock before the end of the week. That's insider trading. That's this example right here. Or maybe you go to a family Christmas party and say, hey, we're going to have some good news for the stockholders. If you want to make some easy Christmas money, you ought to, you know, go invest. Example number three, employees of law, banking, brokerage, and printing firms who trade based on the information they obtained in connection with providing services to the corporation whose securities they traded. Now, this might be like, say, I'm a bank. If I'm working for the bank and I am processing the buyout, like maybe Microsoft wanted a loan to do the Activision Blizzard buyout, and I'm just using that because that's the first thing that came to mind. Well, because they went and got a loan before they made it public... Well, me as a banker, I may not be an insider at either of the companies, but I had insider knowledge because I worked for a bank and I knew about the deal before the general public. Now, this same example can easily go towards lawyers. If you work for a lawyer's office that works for Microsoft and you know Microsoft was just sued by somebody, you could go ahead and sell a bunch of stock before the general public finds out about the lawsuit and, you know, maybe the general public sells because of that lawsuit. Same thing there, same thing for brokerage, same thing for printing firms. Essentially, you are in close proximity enough to where you know something the public doesn't Insider trading. And the last one I'm going to go over here, example number four, government employees who trade based on confidential information they learned because of their employment with the government. Now, I'm not going to point fingers here, but let's say you are a United States senator and you know, hey, you know, Jim Bob over here, is going to bring in a piece of legislation that's going to potentially break up Amazon. Well, if you know that's coming and you know that, hey, as soon as this news hits the market, people are going to start selling Amazon. If you go ahead and open up a short position in Amazon or go sell your Amazon stock, that is insider trading based on information you learned as a government employee. That is, again, insider trading. So now that we've talked about what insider trading is and gone into some examples, let's go a little bit deeper into one of the examples that has gotten a little bit of attention lately. One of the examples of insider trading I just mentioned, again from the SEC's website, was a government employee that trades based on information they learned due to their employment with the government. Let's all take a second and try to think back towards early 2020, before the coronavirus became a global pandemic. Well, back in January of 2020, there was an intelligence briefing given to numerous United States senators about the coronavirus and its potential spread and impact. This was a full three months before the U.S. had its first shutdown. After that meeting, numerous senators, more specifically Richard Burr, Kelly Loeffler, and even Dianne Feinstein, all traded upwards of a million dollars in stock each, and specifically Senator Loeffler ended up purchasing stock in two companies that were later deemed to have benefited from the pandemic. One of these wasn't mentioned by name, but was mentioned as, quote, a company that offers teleconferencing software, end quote. Now, as with any insider trading accusation, it is very hard to prove exactly what it was that motivated another person's stock trading. To me, I just think it's really funny how the S&P 500 returned about 25% in 2019, that with that in mind, these senators would just so happen to sell a significant amount of equities right after receiving an intelligence briefing on a potential global pandemic. Funny coincidence there. Now, I should probably tell you that all three of these senators that I named, as well as numerous others, have all claimed their innocence, and funnily enough, most of them have the same basic defense. That defense is that, well, I didn't make those trades, I have a financial advisor that manages my portfolio for me, and I have no involvement in trading. Now, I'm not going to really go too deep into tearing that argument down, but I do want to say this on the subject. A financial advisor works for you. You pay them. Sure, they normally manage your portfolio all by themselves with no input from you, But if you were to call them and say, hey, I want you to buy $1,000 worth of XYZ stock, they'll do it because that's what you pay them to do. There have been numerous accusations of congressmen and women doing some very suspect things with their stock portfolios lately, and there's actually been a push for a new law that would completely take away the ability for the men and women in Congress to purchase individual stocks. Note here that the proposed rule isn't to forbid them from trading or owning financial assets, just individual companies. Mutual funds and ETFs, fair game. Well, I want to play a response from the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, when she was asked about this. Now, before I play the clip, the reporter asking this question at the press conference mentions that Insider and several other news outlets conducted a five-month investigation, which concluded that 49 members of Congress and 182 senior congressional staffers violated the Stock Act The Stock Act was a law passed in 2012 under President Obama that was supposed to make it harder for people in or near Congress to get away with insider trading. Heck, the bill's name is an acronym for Stop Trading on Congressional Knowledge, or the Stock Act. Now, you're going to hear in the clip that Speaker Pelosi immediately jumps to say that congressmen and women need to be reporting their trades. What she is referring to here is a key provision of the Stock Act, which creates a rule that all Congressional stock trades need to be reported. Now, do you want to take a guess what the fine is for not submitting these reports? The standard amount of the fine is $200. Now, let me ask you this. Hypothetically, say you are a Congressperson who is trading based on your insider knowledge, and now it's time for you to file a report which would expose what you did. Do you turn in that report? or do you pay $200? But anyway, let's go ahead and play the clip. Insider just completed a five month investigation finding that 49 members of Congress and 182 senior congressional staffers have violated the Stock Act, um, the Insider Trading Law. I'm wondering if you have any reaction to that, and secondly, should members of Congress and their spouses be banned from trading individual stocks while serving in Congress? No, I don't know to the second one. any, uh, we have a responsibility to report in the stock, uh, on the stock, but I don't, I'm not familiar with that five-month review, but if uh, people aren't reporting, they should be. Because this is a free market and people, we are a free market economy, they should be able to participate in that. Okay. So, Speaker Pelosi says that we live in a free market and that lawmakers should be permitted to participate in that. Now, I have two responses to that. First, no one said that lawmakers can't participate, just that they cannot buy individual stocks. Lawmakers can do exactly what it is that I do and just buy index funds. My second response is that they aren't participating anyway. Every time these people are caught trading stocks after receiving insider information, they always say oh, well, I actually don't do any stock trading. I have an advisor or a trust that does it for me, so I couldn't have been insider trading. Well, to me, it sounds like they aren't doing any stock trading anyway. It's just their advisors that does the stock trading. So why not just restrict them to just mutual funds or ETFs? It seems to me they aren't going to be doing anything differently than they do now anyway. Just their advisors will have different rules to play by. Well, gang, I think that's going to about do it for us this time. I hope you all learned about insider trading and maybe have a little bit more understanding when you see these insider trading fiascos on the news. As always, if you have any questions, you are always welcome to send me a tweet or a DM on Twitter at MainStreetMoney. You could also send me an email, MainStreetFinance at gmail.com, or if you are listening on YouTube, feel free to leave a comment. Wish me luck on this move because the next time you hear me, I'll be gone from the mountains of northern Arkansas, and I'll be down in the deserts of Arizona. Until then, check out the links in the description below. I will see you all next time. Thank you for listening to the Main Street Finance Podcast. Have a question on today's topics or have suggestions for future episodes? Send an email to mainstfinance at gmail.com. Sharing is caring, so if you learned something new and useful today, make sure you share with friends and family. Don't forget to like and subscribe to be notified of new episodes. For demonstrations and more examples, be sure to check out the YouTube channel. We'll see you next time.